Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On today's Minute Apes, what do you want? Declare martial law. When do you want it? Now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Minute of the Apes, the daily podcast where we break down every minute of the Planet of the Apes movies, one minute at a time. I'm Todd, sitting quietly, is Sean, but the man chanting us on into this minute today is Mr. Big D himself. Richard, how are you? I'm doing great. How's Big everybody out there right now? Sorry, I did that thing where I raised my voice and need to be careful. Mm. That last time I did last <clears> week when I like blew up the monitor that's why i have compression i use in the actual mix down so it at least helps not to blow out our people's ears even though sean you listen to this every day well not I mean, but I listen you listen to it on like two times speed right three times come on fuck that's why i'm always ahead of the music out beat because that i would listen it, to it faster than okay that. i always have a, I have a hard time i've I, occasionally that'll happen where it goes one and a half speed on on playback i'm like i can't, I can't do it it drives well, me crazy it I, drives me crazy I, it too. was it was one of those things where i started one and a half and you just get used to it then i went to two and you just get used to it and then went to two and a half three and i'm fine and you just follow along <laughs> and what's weird is when you listen to it on normal speed everybody even though they're talking normal mm-hmm. sounds to you like they're talking a little bit slow and maybe drunk even though I'm going to pull that clip of Sean speed. talking, and I'm just going to play that back all the time where he talks like that. But that's what it, it's weird when you're used to hearing everybody. Because it doesn't, the podcast player that I use doesn't pitch them up. So right. it doesn't sound like uh, the. I wonder if Alvin they use the, the software chipmunk. to regulate that. Yeah, because so it doesn't, doesn't sound like Alvin the Chipmunks when you're at three times speed. You still understand who all the people are. But when you're back to normal speed, again, everybody just sounds like they. They just woke up and they're fun, but that's. I listen to I listen to podcasts on my daily walk, and I use that partially. the The drummer in my head uses the natural steady rhythm mm-hmm. to stay on pace. I cannot imagine what I would be doing be with right, my walk. Be sprinting. <gasps> Could not do it. All right, we we've now got podcast and walk talk out of the way. Walk talk. That's our new podcast, right. Walk Talk. All right, Minute 54. Sean, tell us what's going on. All right, on. we're going to start Minute 54 with David Warner asking what Thade wants and ends with a chimp sent to find Thade by his father. All right, here it comes. Minute 54, Planet of the Apes. What do you want? Declare martial law. Give me absolute power. 
to rid this planet of the humans once and for all. <laughs> now is not the time to be timid or indecisive. I am the only one who can bring your daughter back to you alive. As of mid-54, we have an Oberon's worth of apes and humans, two displaced pods worth of humans and apes, wild humans, ape city, minus two gorillas, and humans still on the loose! Alright, so we get a lot of cross-cutting one-shots and over-the-shoulder work between the Senator and Thade until basically the, yeah, I'll do martial law is given. Senator pops Thade on the chest in a very, I guess, Simeon-like gesture of, of acceptance. Thade screams to the heavens before he turns back to conveniently his army coming up behind him. And we have an exchange about the humans. And then once again, it's a bunch of over-the-shoulder work before Thade jumps to a tree to jump to his horse, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then we have the very, very good chimp makeup guy coming in to the moment to speak to The us. older one? Yeah. So the thing that strikes me, and I want to talk visually before we get to the content of this... You said David Warner was six foot two. Six foot two, and Tim Roth is five seven. They should have at least, in my opinion, asked David Warner to slump his shoulders because he comes off so incredibly human in this moment. Oh, I see. I where see. he's just very straight, very straight back. There's none of that. True. Kind of, yeah. And it, if he had simply done a little bit of that, just a little bit, it would have worked. But it's, and maybe, maybe they wanted the the senatorial people to not have as much of a Simeon stance. Maybe. I don't know, but it, I don't know. It comes off a little weird to he, me. He also sounds like he's talking with cotton balls in his mouth. He always it's did have that it's sound. A okay. It's, it's a teeth. Okay. It was a, it's a little much. It was like, but was you like, can, oh. you can hear that a little bit in Limbo's talk as well. Yeah. yeah. He, he talks like he's wearing dentures. Um, I do like I do like that he's taller than Thade. I think it's interesting to make the most aggressive character be the smaller one. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting idea. You see the size of his truck. Hey, what about his big D? Yeah, exactly. Um, sorry. So <laughs> if if you just keep wearing the big big D outfits for like the coming weeks, uh -huh. we'll just make everything a big D moment in this right, this podcast. Right. So Thade could not have predicted this kidnapping. But he's jumping on the the martial law bandwagon pretty quick. He's a senator. Does he have that power? I don't know. Maybe he's the head senator. Maybe in their world it's like a senatorial that's a, that's lead. Senator is, means president or something. Who the, knows? the speaker I mean, of their maybe. house is the leader. It just it's it's a it's a big jump. It's a big leap that Thade is going to ask this, but Sandor just goes immediately with it. I do not understand why Sandor Sandor, who apparently is somewhat compassionate towards humans because of his daughter on some level is just willing to throw it all away because well, his daughter is in danger. Well, but yeah. I, I don't, but I'm still not getting the sense of why he would just declare because declaring martial law, isn't just getting rid of the humans declaring martial law is getting locking rid of, down the city is locking. Yeah. was yeah, getting exactly. rid of the Senate. The Senate loses all power and he just hands it to Thade. True. And I'm just surprised that he has that a ability, has that ability and B and would do it. B would do it. 
You know, he well, also he, we should see that Ari means that much to him that he's willing to relinquish all power. There needs to be something like that crying, before. He should be more desperate. She's, yeah. she's yeah. all I have left. I lost her mother years ago. Whatever it may True. be. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Something so like that. Thade wants to rid the planet, not not the city, the planet of humans. Don't you think there is a subsection of apes that would completely disagree with them because they're being used for housework. They're being used for automotive transport yeah, they, they are point. a there's an industry that uses them and needs them or we we assume needs right. them but uses them to make their lives easier once they comes in and says all humans are gone don't you think they're going to kind of be pissed off at that well yes i agree i i while i'm skimming through this while you're talking there is a moment at 26 seconds with tim roth doing a simple Mm-hmm. Of tilt of his head one side and it's the smallest of simian gestures where again we talk about how he paul Giamatti, and, and helena are doing fantastic work with what little they're given man i think he just went to the head of the class yeah he and also the fact that he always looks up to the top of his eyebrow yeah, he, always, he has his head tilted down and looking up and he's always swaying there's a bit of movement to him and it's interesting just who he's finding in that it's almost like he's a snake he waiting can't stand to, still. Exactly. He's just waiting to strike on someone. Um, I'm the only one who can bring your daughter back to you alive. A, how's you know that? And B, if Davidson didn't have a gun, Limbo would have already brought them everybody back home. That's true. So he's that's bullshit. But why? Well, again, the, the, uh, he's not explaining. There, there's something more compelling about him trying to tell us why Leo Davidson is I can't threat. figure out what bounces around in there. I've got to find okay. it. It's the it's the door. Yeah, I, well, yeah, oh, it's a door. Oh, I'm no, sorry, the door the, there's a there's a cabinet, cabinet behind me. me and it was making noise. So that's where the anytime anytime from. Todd rocks cuz when I sit over it causes the same thing yeah. or tap my feet or whatever the little door moves. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so the threat is Leo Davidson. Correct. And Thade knows that. I feel like the ask to get rid of all humans is not apparent from this one incident. To, it's just a lot. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I'm, I'm, well, kind of, I, I'm kind of stumbling over myself. Like, no. I, I feel like Thade would have a better argument to declare martial law if he thinks that there's a human running a rebellion. Well, to that point, his comment of now is not the time to be timid or indecisive. If that was tied to something we knew that Thade knew already that there was an impending doom. Maybe this 36 hours, maybe it's something that he already knew about somehow. Maybe they have a countdown clock. There could be all kinds of different things you could come up with. Why is now not the time? Is it simply that he wants to seize control and he's power hungry and all that? Because, okay, fine, but that's a little obvious. If there was something that was a threat that he knew about, that he felt the urgency to push the senator as well, and maybe he's allowed Ari to be kidnapped so that he can use this. He, he, you know, the, I think, I think what it is, is the big ask of let me rid the pl- human planet, planet of humans. If he had simply said, we've already locked down the city, mm-hmm. declare martial law. And I will, whatever yeah. that will is, that will is, I will stop this human rebellion. I will, I will, yeah. I will save our citizens. Something along those lines to get the martial law ask first. And then he can, killing the humans would just be a part of that. Right. He could tell that he could then say to Atar, he's declaring martial law. We're going to get to kill all the humans. Just something along. You know, he, he didn't have to say it to the senator because the senator clear. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, okay. To your point earlier that by 
declaring martial law, he's giving up all his power and giving it to Thade. He should say that. He should say, but th- but then the senator, the Senate would be powerless. And then if they'd said, I'm the only one, escalation. I'm the only one that can do it. Okay, there it is, and I'll give it to you, and we get the thump on the chest. We wanted to see the Senate chambers, but in this moment right here, just a couple of more lines of dialogue Agreed. in a different way could really restructure this to make this and make a lot more sense right. than why Sandra would just go with it and why Thade's getting what he wants. I loved... And David Warner, how how long ago did he pass away? It's been uh, a while. I loved him as an actor. I thought he was fantastic uh, in, uh, what was that movie where he played Jack the Ripper? Time After Time? Time After Time. Uh, With Malcolm McDowell. Wow, he didn't die that long ago. It was July 24th, 2022. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was longer than that. I loved him. But it just feels like in, in this moment that he's sort of just a presence there. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels like a wasted role for somebody so gifted as he was. Correct. Um, but w- then we get the little the little thump on to Thade's chest. I, I just wanted him to go, no, uh, you've got a mosquito there. So. <laughs> well, you, want, you wanted him to be ape-like, and that's probably the most ape-like thing we got out of him was the way that he's just stuck in this and ape gloves. So yeah. you got to like knock him His hand's him. a little turned to it. And, and you would definitely get a whole lot of ape stuff, ape ape-like behavior in the new movies with, oh, yeah. with keeping the hand cur- curled and all that stuff, yeah. But he walks away, and we get a deliciously evil grin from Thade as oh, he the, the scream? screams uh, to yeah. the heavens. Yeah. And I, I do like the way this cuts. So he watches him walk away, leaves, he, sw- he sways a bit, screams to the heavens, and then this lovely cut to the opposite camera angle when he turns into it and just looks like I've got the power of the world. I love Thade's look. I... I want to see Thade throughout this. I want him to be my anti-hero. Well, what what is it about some of the, sometimes these actors, the, these great actors we have, um, that the camera or the director seems to love them if they give them these these over like, the top sli- performance, slightly bigger of? moments, yeah, slightly better shots, like the ability for him to walk away and kind of do that. It's not on the rope that he gets this. It's not on the script that he gets this moment where he gets to kind of like. Uh, howl and and be excited about what he's just achieved does it so the howl is not in the script at all no that's his choice but then it's also burton's choice to go we need you to turn back here and let's cut on that moment and and then kudos also to tim roth for knowing i've got to as much as this was here i've got to bring it back to that well maybe that maybe that's it maybe burton only only really loves the actors that are giving him the performances and that's when he's inspired maybe so you know well, he turns back to his uh, army, who just happens to be three steps away from the entire conversation. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sorry, if I'm right. a senator and I've got an army right behind senator, me, uh, I'm going, uh, "What the fuck? I'm giving you." Me, well, but that's, that law. was the point. If he had said, "We've already locked down the city," true. If true. he had said, "We'd already locked down the city," declare, and then ask to declare martial law. Think how good that would be. We've already locked down the city, and we see the army around him, and then the sinner's looking like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" And then he said, "I'm the only one that can bring her back." And it's almost like he, he realizes the hopelessness of it. And then thing he is, has to go along. Yeah. Man, you, that would Richard, be great. you and I need to rewrite, rewrite this movie. Sean, <laughs> could you contribute something All today? Right. Come on. So Michael Clark Duncan says they've searched the entire city and he's not there. I swear to you, we could not search this entire street to determine if somebody was here or not, much less an entire city to make sure that somebody's not there. Well, so the, the, we've, you know, we've, uh, they're not within the city walls this he's not yeah he's not in the city 
Um, how, how we saw know? them flee. Where did they think they were That's going? That's what I thought too. Yeah. I was like, wait, you saw them do something. They've ran through several people's houses. Even if we had had the thing in there that kept them from pursuing them down that tunnel and everybody goes, where's this tunnel go? I don't know. It goes, look, they, you wouldn't be looking at the entire city. He's not in you the city. You would follow the path of which they left. Right. Yeah. It's, okay. Once again, you know, I want to see this the fucking Keystone Cops and the Three Stooges now exploring the city, but with a little bit of an ominous tone. So, again, if he had said, we've locked down the city, declare martial law, then when Atar comes up and says he's not in the city, we need to, you know, go elsewhere or whatever, Thade says, we went rested this human and I will hunt him down myself. So, it would... It, we already know that Thade has been out of the city. We already know that Thade has seen where the spacecraft is, or at least where something unusual happens. Right. Um, it, so we can maybe follow the logic a little, but again, it would have been nice for Atar and Thade to have a little more uh, explanation about what's happening so that I can, we can build some tension here. There's no, there's no real tension in the, he's not in the city, I will hunt him down myself. It's, it's, just, it's just kind of flat. Instead of the we've searched the entire city, wouldn't it have been wouldn't it have been interesting had ATAR actually come with a report that they'd already locked down the city even without the permission <laughs> to do that? You know, we've we've completely closed down the city. We've done all this. Blah 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 blah. He should have just brought another human with him. Goes, we've got the human. And he goes, what are you talking about? He's like, they all look alike to me. So Tim, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, they then jumps to a tree, jumps to his horse. First that was off, not him. That could that was no way that was him jumping up on that tree, spinning around and jumping on a horse. Well, I do believe because Thade, if you if you look at it, you only see his face at the very end when he's on the horse, and since it's a makeup job, that could be anybody under that makeup. True, I Thade may also have exhibited his one weakness, which is he must take the longest path to do to the get, simplest do something. of activities. Boing boing boing. Poof. It's like get on your fucking horse, dude. And then you get the movie trope of. Uh, there, there's a police line, but I can run all the way up to the police line and maybe get through it, and they won't let me stop because it's my husband that's been hurt over there. <laughs> this guy can run all the way through the army, and but he gets stopped by Michael Clark Duncan uh, right before he can get there. So um, we will we will talk about this in the next minute for for sure. But there's a, this this uh, moment ends with a little bit of a tease. Your father has sent me to find you. You must come quickly. Is, mm-hmm. is in the is in the close yeah so so your father has sent me to find you you must come quickly okay mm-hmm. this is a great way to end a minute right okay yeah, yeah. what we have we haven't met Thade's father yeah what yeah. does this mean what, 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 is, is, what why does he have to come quickly why yeah. does his father is his father dying does his father have some information is his father a, a bigger general than Thade like, what right. is what is his who is his father like this this, this was a nice little tease moment it was it was almost back to that whole thing that Sean and I found early on with the original film where every minute it's something was like is an inclusive little bit that sort of teased the next and the way it's constructed. We we long for these. What we more. what we don't get is uh the script describes this as an old ape servant in dark robes uh that comes up to him. And so we don't really get a sense of we know that he's not military and we probably assume that he's not uh, a senator because he's not wearing the, the blue robes, but I don't have a sense of who this ape is to to care too much about the fact that he just walked and wandered into the scene, other than he's delivering a message. Yeah, I do like his makeup. His makeup looks great. Very chimpy. Yeah, very chimpy. Love the big ears. Okay, big ears aside. 
We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone, have a great day. Bye. Bye, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.